0: what's going on guys my name is colin and i am very excited to bring you the first installment of octagon talk this is going to be a podcast based around ufc mma content where we talk all things ufc and maybe go on some unrelated conversations or other sports but mainly just ufc and i am also joined by my co-host fly how's it going man
1: Hey, what's going on, Colin? I'm doing good today. You know, I'm really glad that we got this up and running, and I'm looking forward to talk some UFC with you, man.
0: Yeah, I am yeah, very I excited. I want to do want this to do for this a for very long time. Um, so, so for, the for the first installment, installment uh, uh, I wanted, to talk, I wanted to talk about the prelims, about the prelims because the kay. prelims were really good, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate that I missed them out, but yeah, and for me, what you like about those prelims, man?
0: So in, so the, in first the first prelim fight, fight, it was Trevin Giles versus uh, I, I think, think how I think you think pronounce this, like this guy's name is du Duplessis.
1: Yeah, it looks like Duplessis. Uh, yeah.
0: Duplessis. Yeah, he's from South Africa, and this like it wasn't a lot of strikes thrown, but Duplessis' stance and like how he just looked in the octagon, super relaxed, like high guard. Uh, Trevin had his hands down a lot. And he outs, he outstriked him by a mile. Uh, total strikes, it was 26 to 10. Significant strikes, 25 to 10. And Duplice had two takedowns to Trekking out zero. Nice. And this... Let's see. This fight ended at round two, a minute 41 in, due to a right-hand straight by DuPleis. It was a nasty straight. Like Trevin Giles, he didn't have his block up or anything, and he just wailed on him. Clean knockout. Yeah, I'm
1: looking at it right now. It looked like Trevin really didn't do much besides a few leg kicks, and then that's about it. No one really striking on the body or the head. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, Duplu had. Or no, I'm sorry. Trevin Giles had 11 leg kicks, it looks like. Mm -hmm. That's. Yeah, that's about it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah
1: so what do you think coming into the ufc what do you think is like the most important thing would you think wrestling or would you think striking like stand-up would oh. be like a, as a new fighter coming in what do you think would be like the best thing to have as your like fundamental ground game or like your like your work you
0: know what i'm saying um really i think coming in you gotta have at least a decent ground game like okay. And it should like and it's tough cuz like people are different styles of fighters like there's boxers absolutely. there's jujitsu. absolutely so um, I guess it all really depends but I what I will say is coming to the UFC you got to manage to keep like your stamina solid don't get gassed too early don't throw a bunch of strikes you got to be accurate
1: yeah absolutely the reason I was asking is because, you know, I, I always thought, like, growing up, you, you could always, you could always, like, learn striking when you come into the UFC or, like, when you practice striking, right? But you can't right. practice those wrestling moves that people have been practicing for 10, 20 years.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah.
1: And you can't you
0: know, just, like,
1: you can't just, like, do, like, sporadic wrestling moves that you've maybe practiced a few times or something silly like that. Yeah, it takes a lot of hard work.
0: An example by that it would be Khabib. Like, yeah. he's been wrestling since he was five. Yeah, that And is he was true. wrestling fucking bears <laughs> when he was <laughs> a teenager.
1: That, that is true. And, and then like, he
0: came into the UFC and still had a respectable stand-up game.
1: Yeah, and he was working on that while he was in here as well. Right. That is true. The reason I say that is, like, the polar opposite of you uh, of him would probably be what Ryan Hall did last night. Or, the, sorry, the night before. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> those attempts. Go ahead and elaborate on that one. Yeah, so...
0: So Ryan Hall, man, I, everybody was saying people should be scared of Ryan Hall. No one wants to fight him. And so, when I was watching this fight, I was expecting him to come out and just dominate. But he he didn't. He just kept going for Iminari rules. And he just kept missing them. Let's see. He So, significant strikes. He only had... Two, two to the head, four to the body, and four to the leg. No, like, he did not throw it like at all.
1: Yeah, he tried three takedowns and failed all three. That's yeah, that's
0: and I'm I I feel like these stats are. I saw him do way more than three of those M rolls. Mm. But on the last one, he got caught and um, is it Ilya Topuria, I believe. He just threw like a hammer fist when he was on the ground and caught oh. him and knocked him clean out. Like he wasn't moving after oh, they pulled him bad. off. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, was for TKO round 1. It was I was just really disappointed by Ryan Hall.
1: I'd say for Tapiria, if I was in his situation, you don't fight a Imanari roll like every day. I'd, I'd be, I mean, just right. the don't he must have known that was coming or something because I, I wouldn't know how to handle a situation like that. Something so irregular that you don't see so much in mixed martial arts.
0: And to bring that up, I did see someone on Twitter say that Ryan Hall should just do jiu tournaments and competitions because mm. he doesn't want to – he's not a striker, Oh yeah, that which is, I, I would – I really agree with if he wants – because from what the looks of it, if him doing those – Eminari Rose, even if he, like, landed one, it would have been dangerous. If he's yeah. so confident to keep doing it.
1: Yeah. What's yeah. His, uh, Go ahead. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Gilbert Burns. What I found out recently is that he still does his jiu-jitsu uh, tournaments. and Yeah,
0: effort. he had a jiu-jitsu tournament, I think, it was two weeks before his yeah. fight against Stephen Thompson.
1: Yeah, man, that's crazy.
0: Wait. Yeah, th- this fight, I, I was expecting a lot more. But it was just really interesting Real strategy by Ryan Hall, which didn't work out. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah. Sometimes the game plan doesn't always go through. He, right. he he needs to be able to adjust off. If your game plan's not working, you got to be able to adjust as a fighter.
0: Right now, the next fight: Nico Price versus Michael Pierra or Fiera. Who That was a dog fight. 120 total strikes from Nico Price and 115 from Fiera. 92 significant strikes from Fiera. 76 from Nico Price. Fiera had three takedowns out of out of six, so he was 50%. He had two submission attempts to Nico Price's one. Mm. Um, Fiera had 52 head strikes, and he was f- really accurate, throwing 57%. Yeah, that is a high percent thing nico price threw 40 headshots and it was 53 percent and nico price also threw a lot of late kicks through 22 to pierre's six. Oh yeah i see that jeez and i i know we're going to talk about it later or, at, or a little bit later but i really do think this was a contender for fight of the night
1: and, uh, the, uh, i wish i got to see this fight i'm gonna have to go look back at this one i'm looking at it right now it looks pretty interesting to me
0: yeah, it was it was a really close fight and I feel like it could have gone either way, so I wasn't upset by Nico Price getting the or not Nico Price, um Fiera getting the decision. And I don't know if you've ever seen a Fiera, you know when he did that backflip thing in the full guard or the mm, top mount? He did that know. again and it fucking worked <laughs> perfectly. He got in the <laughs> top mount off of it.
1: That's crazy. Like, no, I haven't seen that.
0: Fiera's movement is super unique. He's just bouncing around everywhere. He does, like, really unique takedown strats. He's really unpredictable.
1: Mm. So going against a guy like that, what do you think would be, like, a good strategy? Is it... Would you say stay back or something like that?
0: I'd probably keep your distance. Um... I I, it, I feel like it's just really hard to close in on him.
1: Yeah, which uh, is he? He looks like he has the reach advantage too. I mean, I'm not sure. Oh wow! Yeah, I see the backflip
0: now. Yeah. <laughs>
1: wow! What the heck? Now,
0: that is crazy. I wouldn't even know
1: how to like react to something like that. Right.
0: It's just uh, I would just be in shock. I'm like, did he really just fucking do that?
1: <laughs> That's risky. I don't know. I don't, know, I don't know what the, the people higher rank think of something like that. I don't know. One clean hit when you're doing that, it might be bad for yeah. you.
0: Yeah. Or if you, I don't know if it would be an illegal strike if his foot came down on the dude's chest or his face.
1: Uh, 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 I wonder. While well, he's on the floor, too, I don't know. That's a good, that's a good question. So, uh, what do you think about the next fight the Carlos Condit fight versus Max Griffin?
0: Oh, man, this was a snooze fest.
1: It wasn't that good?
0: (laughs) No. If I'm going to be honest, I wasn't really paying attention to this one that much. (laughs) But, I mean, Uh. from the look, Max Griffin outstruck him, had more significant strikes, had a takedown. Carlos Conda had zero for four takedown. Mm
1: -mm -mm.
0: Griffin had a knockdown. It just looks like domination by Max Griffin. Actually, this... Mm -hmm. Sixty-three percent to the head. Thirty. He had twenty-eight leg kicks. Thirty percent of those landed. But uh, Conda had seventeen body shots to his six. So he was kind of trying to work that body.
1: And what I see is a lot by MMA fighters. I don't see so much of that body work. I see more head hunting and like more like tight type of style where they go for the legs. Yeah, body shot is really not something you see anymore as much.
0: Yeah, it's really which. I think should be implemented more. Like, if you get that opportunity, like, you throw, like, a one-two combo and just a little body shot, yeah. throw off guard a little bit, mm-hmm. kind of take away some of that stamina.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, the body's the hardest part of the body, like, the whole, your whole, like, it's kind of saying body twice, but the body's the hardest part to block out of everything. Mm. It's the biggest. So I, I could see if your body's damaged, really, that that would be tougher to guard than a head or legs because you could always check leg kicks and you could always cover your head. Compared to the body, it's way bigger than every other part.
0: See, I I came into this fight thinking Conda was going to win. You know, he's UFC vet. He's Mm -hmm. had some great fights, but Max Griffin proved me wrong.
1: We'll we'll see what Max Griffin does in his next fight. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, I wonder who they're going to have him fight. Let me find his record. I can't remember it. He's 18 and 8. That's and he's not a bad. welterweight.
1: Walter Wing. Um, is in, Michael Chandler's welterweight, is he not? Or is that lightweight? He's lightweight.
0: Okay. Let me look up these UFC rankings. I forgot to pull them up. Let's see. Walter, Walter, Walter. So, Wayne yeah, he's not even, he's not top 15, but after that performance or maybe another win, he can break that top, top 15. Wow. You,
1: you want to hear something interesting? His debut fight in the UFC was against Colby Covington.
0: Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's an unfortunate matchup. But it was actually the Diaz versus McGregor too, actually. That was this matchup.
0: I don't remember seeing that fight. That's actually really interesting. Speaking um, of Colby, I'm going to go a little off-topic here. I really, really want to see him in the Octagon again soon. Mm,
1: who do you think would be a good matchup for him?
0: I think there's a rematch with Usman.
1: Ooh. I don't or maybe
0: Colby versus Burns for a, a number one contender.
1: That would be also interesting. I would who'd, like that fight a lot. Who do you think would take it, though, in the rematch?
0: Usma. Oh. Colby. I think Uzman would take it because I feel like he's been getting better with every fight. But, man, does Colby have a tank on him, dude. He can just keep throwing. And he proved it in the yeah. first fight. Mm-hmm. That, that was true. such a close fight until the fifth round.
1: I, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Usman again. I don't know, man. I, I just didn't believe in his striking. And then when I seen that Masvidal rematch, I was like, this is crazy. This, guy is,
0: I've this guy's... I've been telling demolished. best jab man. in the UFC.
1: Yeah, man, that is nasty. He's definitely up there without a doubt. He yeah, he's speaking, got
0: my own speaking of Usman and this division, I think it would be close with Col- Col- Colby and Usman will win. But, man, I don't see anybody in this division beating Usman until he gives the belt up, until he vacates it
1: because he doesn't plan he doesn't plan on going up or down both week classes he's already said that
0: right yeah he said on a joe rogan podcast that he wouldn't fight izzy because they're like really close friends yeah
1: i still feel like he was kind of taking a shot when he said i'd rather have two nigerian uh uh, three (laughs) nigerian uh champs instead of two what is he is he implying that he would beat izzy that's a little interesting to
0: me that is actually very interesting out Man, that fight would be interesting. It, it would be. He, he'd, he'd definitely have to make up
1: for the lack of reach. Because Granted, Izzy only fights in fight in reach. I don't know how he would have, like adjusted that. Because most of his fights, the reach isn't an X factor in whether he could win the fight or not. So mm. that would be interesting to me.
0: And how, how Izzy would deal with the ground game if Usman did end up getting him on the ground. Mm-hmm. If, if is Izzy true. could power that weight off of him. Because Usman's fucking big absolutely he's but he's huge pause <laughs> <laughs> um if, if
1: izzy would have won that john blokonovich uh fight i would not have no doubt he could beat usman just because john is way bigger and he's also a wrestler that weight that, right. that that weight that he would have had it against like usman has would be mm. nothing compared to that well, weight anything from that, like, the...
0: right. john had like 40 pounds on Izzy okay. cuz Izzy stayed at like 205 or something. He stayed at his like natural walking around weight.
1: Yeah, that that was crazy. That fight. And you uh, could tell
0: when Izzy was on bottom, he could not get him off of him.
1: Yeah. And I, really I, I don't think I'll oh, go way. ahead. Yeah, I just I I really didn't want the fight to go to the ground and when it did, I I, I knew it was I see,
0: see at the beginning I didn't think it was going to cuz John yeah. was staying up with him.
1: Yeah. I thought he was just trying to wear and tear him, though. So I thought yeah. at some point it has to go down. And yeah. What's happening?
0: But uh, then I, with Usman moving up or down, I I don't see him moving down in weight from going from 170 to 155. Mm-hmm. And I just I don't think he'd want to do that.
1: Yeah, I mean the, his style fits him perfectly. I mean, what is there to fight in that weight class? You know what I'm saying? Like what what is he missing out that he doesn't? Have like, right like like what does lightweight have for him? I don't know. Who 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 would be a good lightweight matchup? Is what I'm thinking. I
0: I, I mean Charles Oliveira.
1: Oh, I i guess I, I guess that is a little true. Because I I would say Khabib, but you know Khabib's just not in. in that, would that would
0: be an interesting fight. Such a fun fight to watch. That whew, I I would probably buy a pay-per-view for that. I don't even illegally stream it.
1: <laughs> no, that that that'd be an interesting fight.
0: I've seen people say talk about a Connor Usman fight if Connor went to welterweight, and I I I just that's just Usman domination in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I I I don't I don't see Connor doing anything to Usman in that. Uh, I'll be honest with you, but
0: um all right let's let's move to the main card
1: yeah we what do you think about sh- card. that that's sean o'malley that was that starting now
0: cut. you you know my <laughs> thoughts on sean o'malley not <laughs> sure. a big i'm not a fan but man can that kid fight yeah uh, he threw 318 strikes landed 230 of them had 200 they were all significant strikes he had one knockdown which i believe was in the at the end of the second round
1: yes it was mm-hmm.
0: uh 177 shots to the head 77% accuracy and but this kid chris uh, i think is you pronounce it mutino or something like that yeah, something. he was just eating shots man he just he was the advan- he was the aggressor just kept pushing forward and, um, was, that guy has a chin. I'd say, yeah, I was insane.
1: Mm, I'd say I like, for the most part, I like Herb Dean's ref, uh, like when he's the ref, but I feel like he called that fight early. Granted, I don't think he would have won the fight, but I think that kid could have gone the distance, if you want to be honest with you. I, I don't,
0: I don't yes, think so. Yes, I 100% agree. I love Herb Dean as a ref, but, I mean, there was like 28 seconds left in the round. Yeah, they just the kid it. was still, like, advancing. Like, I know Herb Dean's in that position where he's got to protect the fighter, if you mm-hmm. think there's too much damage going on. Yeah. But, I mean, he, the kid, Chris wasn't, like, stumbling around a lot. He kept advancing. I think it was. A, I think he should have just let it play out.
1: Yeah, that the guy's chin was insane. I was highly impressed. I thought he was getting knocked Crazy.
0: out for sure. Again, just based off Sean O'Malley's, like, blast fights, even yeah. though he fought a bunch of fucking bums... Yeah. It was still he could just knock him out easy. Right, knockouts are knockouts. I mean, yeah, that's what I thought he was going to come into this fight doing. Like uh, Chris coming into his UFC debut, I thought this was going to be baby food for Sean O'Malley, and it yeah. was kind of baby food. But he, I was expecting him to get like a super clean knockout.
1: Yeah, he almost it really it almost went the whole distance. Granted, the the striking difference was significant by a large margin but right. the, the fact that he, the guy could hold up five rounds was kind of crazy to me or what not so, five, was it three rounds I'm, I'm sorry
0: it was it was three rounds and, and okay, three rounds, yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy to me sean o'malley threw 230 strikes on 72 percent accuracy if i if i'm correct i believe that is the Second most landed significant strikes in UFC history behind yeah. Nate Max Diaz Holloway. at first.
1: Oh, Nate Diaz. I thought it was Max Holloway. Max Holloway has
0: uh, the highest total strikes. Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Nate Diaz has the highest significant strikes, and O'Malley got second with that fight. Mm-hmm. Which okay. is insane
1: uh, absolutely. for a three-round fight
0: because diaz did that in um mcgregor one i believe oh really yeah
1: it's mcgregor that's impressive i don't even know it was that
0: leave i let me double check
1: What i will say though is, who who do you think would be like the best matchup coming up for uh sean o'malley if you if anybody you'd like to see him fight who do you think you'd like to see him fight
0: um so I, yeah let me pull up the rankings real quick for what is he a light? is he Bella bantam right
1: he is a bantam correct
0: so like, yeah, cool
1: fight for like you to be like yeah this guy's tough
0: oh man i know he called out rob font i would that would be a really good fight in mm. my opinion. Rob Font would give him a like a real good test good to see, that, good to see. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they'll give him that cuz Rob Font is ranked 3rd. Mm. But maybe they throw him against Marlon Vera. I mean, it, it could be
1: possible go look back looking back at that um what's this called? That Michael Chandler from Bellator, right? Right. Two fights, championship fight. You know what I'm saying? It could be very possible,
0: especially the way, he, the and, way Sean Shawn fight is going. Speaking of future fight, oh, Cody Garbrandt. Oh, Love to see that, a Cody Garbrandt and Sean one. O'Malley
1: fight. That would be a good one, absolutely.
0: Now, is, didn't he go, call out Pierre Jan? He did call out Piotr Jan, which I thought was a ridiculous call
1: out. That's a different beast right there. I I, I, I don't know if he should mess with that.
0: He, yeah, Pyotr Jan should still be the champion. He's gonna be the champion after the rematch.
1: Absolutely.
0: I, like, I don't think I've seen anyone like Pyotr Jan in this division. Mm. It's just like he's behind like Henry Cejudo.
1: Yeah, I don't want to say because he's Russian, but he is in, like a mini Khabib in terms of dominance. It's just,
0: and he's he's such an all around fighter.
1: Absolutely. Like he, his has, he has stand-up
0: is amazing. His wrestling is really fucking good. He has good stamina. His
1: defense is great as well. That's crazy. Yeah,
0: he's just such an like all-around good fighter. Yeah,
1: yeah. Granted, Jose Aldo was a little was a little bit out of his prime with the way he handled Jose Aldo's leg kicks and just the stand-up of Jose Aldo. alone impressed right. him.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Jose Aldo, he's still ranked fourth, it which it very surprising to me. Uh, I did see someone um, on Twitter, they th- said they would like to see a Frankie Edgar Sean O'Malley fight, mm-hmm. which I think would be interesting, but I think Frankie Edgar is a little bit washed.
1: Yeah, I don't like Frankie Edgar personally. I don't think it's... I think it's past its time. I think...
0: That's what I was thinking when I saw two the tweet. A years ago
1: would have been a good fight, though. I'll be honest right.
0: With you. All right, let's... But, yeah, that Sean O'Malley performance, really fucking good. And props to Chris for coming out. Yeah, I'm going to be looking forward to his next fight. All right, next was the women's. This was... What division was this? Weight class. I think this was... Yeah, it was a bantamweight. Yeah, okay, that's... So, it was Irene Aldana versus... Yeah, I'm not even going to try and pronounce that last name. I just know she's Russian. Mm -hmm. This was a
1: dominating fight to me.
0: Oh, yeah. Irene just... uh, She threw 50 cents total strikes, 37 significant strikes to Yana's 24. She had a knockdown, which she really capitalized on. She was... That Just ground and pound. And then Yana gave up her back. And I'm pr- I'm pretty sure I saw Yana tap after she gave up her back. And oh, Irene was just yeah. throwing throwing on her head, dude.
1: I think so, too.
0: Mm-hmm. And I thought this was going to be the snooze fest of the main card.
1: I thought so, too. Because that's just my lack of knowledge of those fighters. But I was very impressed. That fight was interesting to
0: watch. Right. Yeah, this it was actually a, a very <laughs> dominant performance yeah mm mm-hmm. now i think it what was that? irene was second in most significant strikes in the band, women's banamley or
1: oh oh yeah i did hear about that i think i yeah it may have been second or first is it is um, amanda Nunez in that weight was it Amanda yes. Nunez?
0: Yeah. So I
1: think she was second behind Amanda Nunez. Sure
0: her last four fights were all knockouts in under a minute.
1: Oh, yeah. Until that fight. Yeah. Which it still happened to end in the first round, though, which is really mm. impressive.
0: So be on a lookout for Irene.
1: Yeah. Irene. I'm, Irene. She, she's she's coming up. She she She's going to get. If she keeps fighting like this, she'll get that Amanda fight. As of late, Amanda's been fighting a bunch of random people, but or not or her last fight at least. I I wasn't even sure who she yeah, fought.
0: Yeah, ranked uh, fourth in the random way, and yeah, she'll, she'll who is Amanda who is... Nunez fighting next? Um...
1: The girl who's back in the UFC now. I'm blinking I'm on her name. Oh,
0: fuck! Why can't I think of it? She's fighting Juliana Panina, I believe that's how you pronounce her last name. She's eleven and four. That's on the Derek Lewis and Serial Gain.
1: Oh uh, yeah, and in, in Houston, mm-hmm. Cyril Gain, I believe. Is on a win streak and he's
0: actually, nine and zero.
1: Yeah, undefeated. I was gonna say.
0: And I, I think Derek Lewis is gonna be a real tough fight for I him. I love
1: Derek Lewis, man.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, just born and raised, man. And Derek Lewis is a beast. And I, I'm seeing they have Jose Aldo on this main card, which is surprising to me.
1: Oh yeah, I did. I think Jose Aldo. Who's
0: Aldo Jose Aldo fighting. Um. Pedro Munoz. I oh, I know he's what like. you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I believe Aldo is on, like, a three-fight losing streak. Oh, actually, no. He just, he had a win in December 19th against Marlon Vera. Nice. It was a unanimous decision. But before that, he was on a three-fight loss streak. But um, It's just way past his time.
1: It is unfortunate. But, I mean, we've seen, we've seen what he did in his prime. But, it, yeah, it's definitely. Past right. His
0: time. I mean, I'm looking at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 win streak he was on in his MMA career. Did
1: he lose to was it? Was it the McGregor fight that ended the streak? Yep. That is crazy.
0: He was twenty five and one up until the McGregor fight, and now he is twenty nine and seven. Oh man, that McGregor fight really just—I think—that had a toll on his mental. Yeah,
1: I didn't expect McGregor to win that fight. Actually, to be honest with you,
0: yeah, I and how fast he did it. you can't, I, you can't blitz Connor like that when he was in his prime because that fucking left hook is disgusting.
1: Yeah, it is. So yeah, that left hook is definitely even now. I still think that left hook is something dangerous that you shouldn't mess with. Yeah.
0: All right. Um. All right. Let's talk about Greg Hardy versus. Is it um Ty? Tuwasa?
1: Oh, oh, yeah, I man.
0: love that fight. Ty Tuivasa did it for all the women out there, man. <laughs> Fuck Greg Hardy.
1: Oh man, that is real. I love that fight. That fight was so fun to watch. The world, I was so very
0: excited for this fight, fight too.
1: Mhm. Ty's celebration after the fight when he got the oh, he hit, hit the, the shoey on the oh, cage. oh I
0: don't think you can top that
1: think that was allowed, but you know, when you when you knock him out in that fashion the way he did, you could do what you want, man, to be honest right.
0: with you. And the thing is he after like right when Greg Hardy hit the ground, his eye was like already swollen shut.
1: hmm Yeah, it was. It was really bad. That was it was crazy.
0: We love to see uh Greg Hardy loss.
1: Yeah. I, I, I love that fight.
0: Yeah, this was a very short fight, but Ty came out, started hitting him with the heavy leg kicks, because he's got very good leg kick arsenal. He landed six, and he landed 55% of them. Like, he's got heavy leg kicks, heavy hands. Yeah, that guy's going to be a threat. He and he's only up. like 27, I believe. Which is
1: very young for those UFC For
0: titers. the fighters. So, right, so. he's just about to get into his prime. But, yeah, very happy with this fight. I was looking forward to this one for, a, for since I watched. Mm-hmm. Now,
1: Yeah, what do you think? Okay. What about the next fight? <laughs> Tell us <Okay>. about that one. <laughs> Gilbert
0: Burns and Steven oh, Thompson. Man. Oh, uh, if you look at the stats, it was really just domination by Gilbert Burns. He, uh-huh. 101 strikes, 80% of them landed to Steven Thompson's 59. Uh, he had three takedowns out of six. That's the most time Wonder Boy has ever been taken down in his UFC career. And it was just a real dominant performance. It might've been boring, but Gilbert Burns really did what nobody has ever done the Wonder Boy. Absolutely. Who did you think was going to win that fight?
1: Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you why I thought I was going to win the fight. I thought it was definitely going to be... Um, I thought Gilbert Burns was going to get it. I just had confidence in Gilbert Burns. I'm I'm actually a fan of Gilbert Burns and his game. So, I had Gilbert Burns winning this fight. I think... I thought... I thought he was going to be able to get it to the ground and keep it on the ground rather than just the end of the rounds. It was kind of upsetting that that's what he was going for. He was going for those end of the rounds hits. I felt like he should have done it early and fast compared to late. And where, when he still had more energy. So while his energy is going down more of, um, wonder boys would be going down because he's tired.
0: Ah, sorry about that. (laughs) You're all good. But,
1: um, Sorry, what were you you talking about? I I, I just, while you were gone, I was just explaining why I thought Gilbert Burns won the, like, why I had him winning the fight, that's all. Okay. Yeah, who'd you have winning the fight, or thinking was going to win before
0: the fight started? Um, I had Gilbert winning. I, like, I know it's real, like, Steven, like, Wonderboy has a weird stance. It's hard to get close to him, Mm. because he's a good counterfighter, but I, I, I just I think Gilbert Burns, is just top guy in the in the uh, welterweight division, and I didn't just, really see him losing. Yeah,
1: uh, the, like I, I think I think it's kind of like the Khabib situation that if 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 Usman wasn't there, that guy would be the champ. I mean that's literally going to him happening. I just think I really think he's just that good. Mm. Now, granted, granted, it's not it's not like a cakewalk because Kobe Covington is still there, right. but and i i really think he's the best guy that out right now in that class that's not the champ i think i think he could beat kobe in a fight it'll be an interesting fight to say that
0: i would definitely like yeah. to see that
1: I, I was just saying i kind of wish that when he when he fought he shot for those takedown. He shot for the takedown at the very beginning of the first round, and that was the only time he went for a takedown at the beginning of any round. He didn't. He, he he waited till the end of the rounds where the where the bell rang, to go for those takedowns. I really wish he did them earlier in those rounds to get him tired faster. That's what I'm talking wish. about. Um, Gilbert Burns. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I wish he did a little different. But overall, it was an amazing fight for both of them.
0: Right, and um, I'm pretty sure. Gilbert's three takedowns tied it for the most in his UFC career.
1: It did. It did. He doesn't, he, he doesn't shoot for many takedowns. It's kind of weird how he's an amazing jiu jitsu wrestler, but he really doesn't go for takedowns. Right.
0: And to get three against Wonder Boy, who mm-hmm. is just really hard to take down with his stance. Yeah. And he did. Gilbert did an amazing job in the clinch on the cage. Mm-hmm.
1: That so is true. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, he went to work. Yeah, I like how he gave up on that double under. I believe it was in the second round to go for the wrangler, regular signal leg, like Daniel Cormier said during the fight as well.
0: Instead of, instead of trying to get that double under so bad. Right. All right, let's go to the main event.
1: Oh, man. Dustin
0: the Diamond Poirier versus Connor the Notorious McGregor. Man, I was excited for this fight. And it just ended in such a horrible way. Yeah, that, it was, in,
1: in memory, I'm trying to think, it was probably the most underwhelming, f- like, uh, main event that wasn't, that, like, it was, like, not something they could con- control. Oh, know? yeah, I get what so, you're saying, yeah. That's so it's underwhelming. Just a freak so,
0: accident. And, a- um, so you know how in the post-interview, Dustin said he thought it fractured, initially fractured on a check kick? Yeah, mm-hmm. and actually, Connor threw a teep kick, and really? uh, Dustin blocked it with his elbow, and you oh, can kind of wow. see Connor's ankle kind of like shift. So I'm true. pretty sure that's where the initial fracture came from. But Dustin came out in this fight dominant. It was one of the best fights I've seen him fight.
1: To be honest with you, I've never. Uh, I, I, Dustin's an amazing fighter. But that the way he started against a McGregor first round was amazing. Right. Uh, and I, now, I
0: Connor outstruck him. He threw 43 totals. He landed 43 to Dustin's 36. But all of Dustin's strikes were significant strikes. Yeah, there were and those then,
1: elbows, huh?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. The, oh, those elbows were disgusting. He fucking busted Connor's ear. I don't know if you saw it. There's just blood pouring out of Connor's ear.
1: No, oh, yeah, I did see that. Mm-hmm.
0: And then, what really surprised me was Connor going for a guillotine.
1: Oh, now that that threw me off guard. A McGregor submission. Yeah. If that if that got executed, I don't know how I would be able to react. To be honest, I with.
0: I would just be at a loss for words because I don't think I I would I didn't think I'd ever see a Connor submission in my life. Yeah, me neither. The thing is, like Dustin said in the post interview he was like yeah i was kind of baiting that like baiting it into it like let him get it a little bit so i could transition over but then he was like i got kind of close to the cage and he started to lock it in i was a little scared really <laughs> yeah like connor almost had that shit
1: uh, that's I, I wonder if he practiced that or that was just like a adrenaline i gotta do something some type of, yeah. type of thing i'm, I'm not i feel sure. like he
0: might have practiced it because i i i I, I gotta like feel Connor knew that takedowns are coming.
1: Yeah, and and it, it, it is to be expected when you're fighting, when you're when you're not such a good ground fighter, and there's a guy who could do both. He could wrestle, stand up. It's to be expected that he's gonna try to take you down.
0: Right. See that. And Connor came out actually the one throwing leg kicks this fight. Mm-hmm. Landed That's eight eight kicks to Dustin's one, and. Let's see. Yeah, so Dustin had 35 shots to the head, 90% accuracy. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing that was all those elbows and ground and pound. Like that was just nasty. He was and really that, just let him let him go on him.
1: It is really unfortunate that that fight did get stopped in nature. I really wanted to see them keep. Right. Going.
0: I mean, like four seconds left. They get up. They both whiff, and Connor just comes back down and. St- just steps on it so long
1: that's so unfortunate I, I'm, I'm glad the surgery went well i
0: i, I don't know oh, yeah, that's, um that's time so do you think there's gonna be another fight between these two i, I don't think so I, I don't i just i don't see Dana White making that happen i but really I, think connor's done
1: uh yeah i don't want to exaggerate but i i think i think it's done for mcgregor as well
0: if, and if it's not done, he'll get one more fight, and if he loses, then it's really done.
1: Yeah, I, I don't want him to. I know the type of flary type of guy McGregor is, but I really don't want him to fight again, just just for his own like personal I health. I mean,
0: his legacy is already set in stone. Two cool. division belt holder, an amazing fight stretch, like an amazing prime. Yeah,
1: you don't you don't want to tarnish your legacy, right? And it's not going to be tarnished as bad. With an injury going out instead of, like, a regular loss just getting whooped right there. Right. Because yeah, you could always said the what if, what if he didn't get hurt or some, something like that, you know? You could always use that.
0: hmm But, yeah, I just... I, man, I don't see how Connor can come back.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, if he does, it'll be one of the best comebacks I've seen in a while.
0: Yeah, for if it. he comes back and fights someone, I'm probably going to be... I, I didn't root for him this fight because he was saying a lot of dumb shit before, like... He said uh, Khabib had no impact in, in the UFC. And he was fighting a bunch of bums. Yeah. And then he said that he only counts knockouts on losses. He doesn't count submissions or decisions, which I thought was really stupid. Uh, I think it's very silly. Because in two of his losses, he got tapped out. Yeah. No, that was the uh, Nate
1: Diaz one, and was the Khabib one?
0: Yeah. Mhm. Speaking of Nate and Connor, if Nate comes back, they should just set up the trilogy. That would be I, fun. I uh, uh, even Connor said he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna do the trilogy," but now with him breaking his ankle and losing this fight, I'm not too sure that's gonna happen. But I would really love to see it happen.
1: Yeah, I would, I would love to. It would be an interesting fight. So that was both of their last fight in the UFC.
0: Now that, that would be crazy. Yeah. That would be a way to go out.
1: Oh, or or a type of J L son and Anderson Silva um, loser loser has to lead the UFC type <laughs> yeah. of thing. Yeah. That would be crazy.
0: Ooh, that would, that be, would crazy. be fun. Oh, man. That would be fun. But, yeah, this this main event just went out in a freak accident really disappointing way i mean can't stop it it's just a freak accident but i was yeah. really looking forward to this fight and see how it would go yeah same thing all well, right so that's for the, all right let's talk about um what do you think fight of the night okay let me
1: let me give you my fight of the night man <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with the Sean O'Malley fight. So I the reason, agree. yeah, the reason I'm gonna go with the Sean O'Malley fight is because unfortunately, that um, he he did win the fight, but it wasn't a loss both ways. Like we we seen a a debut from a guy, and he was able with a chin to last almost almost go the distance. And I I think really as a debut, that was one of the best ways you could lose. Really,
0: uh, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Like that is. Exactly how you would want to lose, mm-hmm. and like, was like I was talking about it earlier. Sean O'Malley, two hundred thirty significant strikes out of three eighteen. Mm-hmm. He landed seventy two percent of them. That's insane. Did
1: not get knocked out by that. That is very impressive. I think yeah, was-
0: and not to get knocked out by all that and keep mm-hmm. aggra- like being the aggressor.
1: Mm-hmm. That that is really impressive to me.
0: Yeah, this was definitely fight of the night, and I a close second for me would be Nico Price and Michael Fiera, because that was just a really close, good dog fight, but you you can't ignore Sean O'Malley striking and Chris's chin. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Insane fight. So, uh what do you think, in your opinion, what do you think
1: was the worst fight of the night?
0: Ooh, man... That's a tough one. I didn't think there were that many bad fights on here. Uh, yeah. If I had to pick one, probably the Ryan Hall fight. Oh yeah, I could see that. I like, could see that. Mm-hmm. This is really uninteresting. Like all he was doing was the eminari rolls, like we talked about before. It was wasn't a lot of strikes thrown, uh, weren't a lot of punches thrown. It's not a good fight. Well, what about you, man? Mm,
1: I'd say, let me look at this one more time. I did enjoy most of the fights. Mm-hmm. I'd say, because I, I really didn't get to watch the prelims, out of the main card, the worst fight, I don't know. I liked all of them. Maybe that McGregor fight just due to the fact that we couldn't see the end. And it's not because the fighters or anything of that sort, but it's just the the anticipation all for today right. just because of an injury. I could yeah. see that, that one.
0: And I saw people talking about how it was a really bad main card, and I'm I just thought, are, how are you stupid? This main card was crazy mm. good. Like they all ended, or well, three of them ended in KOTKO. There was one decision, and then a TKO doctor stoppage. Like yeah. I,
1: what I will say though is that some some people, and maybe the possibility that they're just um. They may they may have seen that uh, Rose Namajunas fight card and stuff, and that, that was one of the best fight cards we've seen. Right. Uh, and so they, they, they expect every card
0: to be they're, at that they're level. They're greedy. They're greedy
1: <laughs> little <laughs> bastards. <laughs> yeah, that, that card was amazing. Oh, it, it had yeah. it, it was the Moth of It All rematch. It was the Namajunas fight, and I think there was one it more was,
0: fight. I'm it was Jan to... and uh, Sterling, oh, wasn't it? Oh,
1: my God. Yeah, I think it was. Wait, no. No, no, it wasn't. Mm-mm. No, it wasn't. No. It was... Yeah, it was Rayleigh Zhang versus mean Yunus. It was UFC 26. Oh,
0: Shevchenko. Oh. That's who it was.
1: Yeah, that's Shevchenko. Absolutely. And that was ooh, Shevchenko.
0: She's a beast. Oh, I I want her and Amanda Nunes to... Duke it
1: out. Oh, yeah. And and the unfortunate Ryan Hall fight, too, which got a lot of attention. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. mm
0: -hmm. Which is crazy. The same thing that happened to Anderson Silva versus Chris Weidman happened to Chris Weidman. Same exact thing. It was like picture perfect. It wasn't perfect, but...
1: (laughs) No, I get what you mean.
0: Yeah. Like, same leg kick, same check. It broke the same way. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also on that card, Anthony Smith had a dominant mm. performance after yeah, I do having that. some really weak ones. Like he really shocked me on that fight. Mm. Alright, um all right, let's talk about the upcoming card, two sixty five.
1: Yeah, what do you think about that one? Which is
0: which is the uh Derek, Derek Lewis, correct? Mm. Alright, yeah, I gotta pull it up. So yeah, Nunez. Hmm? No. right, so I was looking at this card before they put the Derek Lewis on and I was like, this is kind of disappointing you did because I so. really feel like Amanda Nunez is just going to do her thing, go out and dominate. And it's not that exciting to see anymore. Like, don't, uh, that true. don't get me I wrong. Amanda Nunez is the greatest of all time in the women's.
1: Absolutely. Like, yeah. Unanimously. And,
0: not even a question. Yeah, unanimously. But now she's just so dominant. Her fights are just not that entertaining. Because yeah. you know she's going to come out there and just destroy them.
1: Yeah, that is true. One and thing that- I will say... Uh, is before those fights, is actually that uh, there's a fight night with Islam Makhachev. And now that, yeah. I you know, I love Islam Makhachev. I love watching him
0: fight. Ah, uh, 19-1, he's... Yeah, he's... That guy... Those loves, fucking, I don't know. He's, he's Russian, right? right, right? right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, those country. fucking Russians. Oh, my... Yeah. Dude. Misha Tate's coming back, too, for that yep. fight night. Mm-hmm.
1: Which I was I'm very surprised. Sure there's a fight night as well. So... Yeah.
0: Yep, Corey Sandhagen versus TJ Sil- Dillashaw. I fuck Dillashaw, man. Yeah, I I don't respect any UFC fighter that uses steroids, PEDs.
1: I I totally agree. I mean, it it's just a, it, it's a it, cheat. It's
0: a cheat. That's fight. why I, I, Anderson Silva. I mean, yeah, he's a I, you could call him a legend, but I don't have him as a top UFC fighter of all time because of Cheater. his yeah. cheating. Like it just oh, really sorry. ruins your legacy. And uh, the main event is an eight and zero undefeated. I Punhali Soriano. I never heard of this kid, but it's true. middleweight. It's been going against Brandon Allen, who's twenty five. Whoa. That's... Six foot two to five nine. The reach is, he's got a two and a half reach over him. That might be a little interesting. Yeah. So now, I don't really watch, I'll tune into fight night cards every now and then, mm. but I haven't been watching them recently, but these two upcoming ones, I'm definitely going to be tuning into.
1: Yeah, I haven't watched fight nights recently, recently, but since I've seen Islam Makachip is getting a fight night, I'm definitely tuning in. I'm a big fan of his.
0: Yeah, he's a fucking
1: beast, dude. So, the, um... The, um... What's his name? Derek Lewis fight. You, you got him winning that one?
0: Oh, ah. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see him win. But, man, Gain is an excellent kickboxer.
1: Yeah. It is it is a little scary. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm I'm a little scared. I do want Derek Lewis to win that fight though, but, it but is...
0: speaking of this fight, I was really confused. They did an interim fight so quick after. What's going on with that? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's I wanted to bring up Dana White never explained it. They just announced it was gonna be an interim, and I was like, I mean, uh, Nagano just won three months ago. Yeah. Like they should like. Not an interim. They should have just done a number one contender.
1: Absolutely. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know. Yeah,
0: I was very confused by that.
1: I don't know what's up with Dana White on that one. It was very questionable to me as well.
0: And then Amanda Nunez talked about it. I think it's going to be a dominant performance.
1: Yeah, as expected from her. She's right. A person of high class. Then Is, Amanda, uh, Amanda Nunez always performs at her best.
0: Right, and she, like, like I said with Usman earlier, how I don't think anyone's going to ever beat him, same thing with Nunez, she'll go until she vacates the belt.
1: Yeah, I think so too, really, and, and, unless we get unless we get somebody from a different weight class to come or do something or try to do something, you know?
0: Right. Uh, but yeah, like I said earlier, a fight for Amanda that I would really like to see is against Shevchenko.
1: Oh, that would be an interesting fight to see. I don't. Know. What's the weight difference? Do you know between them?
0: Um, but I can check. Just give me one second. Let me pull. So Shevchenko's in flyway then Nunez's featherweight, bantamweight. So Nunez would have to go down in weight. I think women's bantamweight is one forty-five. Um. Uh, why? Is oh, I'm sorry. It's 125, I believe. 126 to 135. Oh, it's 135. That's what it was. So it's very
1: possible they could fight, right?
0: And then fly women. Oh, t- oh that's the gap. Okay. Yeah, women's flyway is 125. So, Amanda, because they fought before, I'm pretty sure.
1: Have wait, they did fight once, right?
0: Trying to remember now that now that you mentioned it. They did fight, and it was in the bantamweight division. Amanda Nunez won by decision. Oh, they fought twice actually, so this would be a trilogy for them. Not that. But both fights were in the bantamweight, so I feel like this time Shevchenko would want Amanda to go down in
1: weight. Uh, will, will Amanda, though? That's the question. I mean, what do you yeah,
0: I, I don't know. She's really got nothing to lose. Mm. Yeah. If she goes uh, down and way would... and loses, she's still a two-belt holder. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't see it as a loss for her at all. I, I think she should do
0: it. That would be... Yeah, I'd like that a lot um all right so what else is on this card jose aldo um and
1: yeah i did hear there would be one more uh main card fight but i don't know if that's true Uh,
0: yeah i'm only seeing four right here so i'm assuming there's going to be another one announced
1: yeah they did say one more that's not yet to be announced
0: okay Mm -hmm. you know who i really want to see on a main card next Benil Darouche.
1: Oh, man. That guy's been getting a lot of preps. I think he's third ranked third ranked in his weight class, right?
0: I believe you are correct. He is... Late heavyweight? Yep, he's third. In, oh, he's lightweight. My bad. He's third in the lightweight division. Yeah. So, uh, fight for him. Justin Gaethje. Michael Chandler.
1: I, I'd like a Michael Chandler fight.
0: That would, Yeah, I'd like that a lot, too. I think Gaethje... Oh, man, Gaethje's tough, because you know Dustin's going to get the title fight. Yeah. Maybe they give the winner of that to Gaethje, unless if they don't do a rematch. Gaethje could fight Michael Chandler.
1: Shot. Gaethje needs a fair shot, man.
0: He does. Uh, they could do Gaethje versus Benil for a number one contender. That'd be interesting. As well, yeah. Gaethje's just in a really tough spot, mm-hmm. and Islam Makachev's is making his way up in the lightweight ranking. He's ninth right now, really, and he's fighting who? Who's he fighting? Thiago Moises, who's ranked 14th. So I'm trying to, Islam, a good fight for him. I well, I would say Tony Ferguson, but I just. I feel like that's going to be complete domination.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: Maybe Dan Hooker, coming off that loss to Chandler.
1: I do like Dan Hooker. I feel like that knockout was like one of those brilliant. I wouldn't say luck, but like unfortunate type of. Yeah.
0: I I'm really interested to see what the UFC is going to do with Michael Chandler next.
1: Yeah. He he's had the title fight, he's had the debut fight. It's kinda weird how that order goes, but Right. <laughs> it would be interesting.
0: All right. You got any uh fights, upcoming fights you're looking forward to besides like the Derek Lewis and Islam?
1: Um, no. What I will say though is that I'd love to see some 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 fights like a John Jones fight. I'd like to see yeah,
0: him Yeah, I want to see him fight time. at heavyweight. I want to see how he's going to. You know my thoughts on John Jones, mm-hmm. but I still want to see him fight at heavyweight to see how he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot Jared Cannonier versus Kevin Gaslum is a fight night oh, in
1: August. Man, man speaking of upcoming fights izzy Rob Whitaker rematch
0: oh yeah that one's gonna oh that one's gonna get my heart pumping when we watch it uh, was,
1: I'm, I'm a little excited about that a little scared yeah, <laughs> I'm scared as the Jean balconichch fight because I I felt like Izzy wasn't gonna win that fight in which he didn't of course but right. this fight I feel like Izzy should win so that's why it's like
0: he he should. He
1: should win it. So that's why if he doesn't win it, I'll be a little bit more upset and kind of scared. Right. The, yeah. With the other fight, I didn't. I actually had no anticipation that he was going to win. So
0: it and will be he is, a lot. He's coming off a dominant win against uh, uh That
1: was that was one of the best fights I've seen him do. It, it was
0: yeah. that when he was on the cage and he was fucking. St- Ducking everything, dude.
1: Mm-hmm. His head and, movement.
0: Was, yeah, he's. And then Izzy, you know, doing his fucking taunt shit where he grabbed him on his ass. <laughs> At the end of the fight, he threw like a knee into his thigh, and Izzy like fell to the ground and started fake crying.
1: Yeah, Izzy, Izzy's in class. just a class. like he's fun.
0: Super entertaining fighter. Yep.
1: And
0: now, he definitely oh, could go back
1: ahead. up his game. He definitely could back up his game. That's all. I was saying. Yeah.
0: Uh now a fight that which I think is going to be very interesting is Jean versus Glover Texeria.
1: Oh, yeah. Glover is like he may be the oldest guy contending for a belt, I believe. Yeah, he's
0: 41 and that is his what was insane. his last fight? It was a uh, submission against Thiago's uh Santos.
1: Mhm.
0: And a, KOTKO against Anthony Smith in 2020. Like hmm. think he's, he's five. He's he's on a five-fight win streak right now.
1: Yeah, doing that at that type of age is really impressive. Right. At that time you really should be regressing and not and being at that high level of a fighter.
0: Out of these five fights, let's see, one, two, three... He has three submissions, one KO and one dis- and one decision. Like mm. he's been dominating.
1: Yeah. That it's very impressive what he's doing. Huh? So I
0: I'm really interested to see this fight and if they're gonna how the ground game's gonna be. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna be like one of those snoozer where they just lay on each other. I think it's gonna be a lot of like strikes on the ground, submission attempts. Transitioning yep. each other, reversing each other. I'm I'm looking forward to that fight.
1: <laughs> yeah, ball, really? These next few fights coming up really intrigue intrigue me. I like them.
0: Yeah, meet. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other fights. I don't really think there is that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay, really? Um, I th- we talked about it a little bit. Piotr Jan versus Aljamain Sterling rematch.
1: Yeah. Can't wait for that one. Yeah, I got Alchemane losing that one.
0: Hopefully, Jan doesn't throw an illegal knee again.
1: (laughs) It'll be pretty interesting, though, if Jan loses, like, fair and square. It'll totally change my uh,
0: view. Yeah. Uh, I I just don't think I would give my respect to Sterling. Yeah. Which is crazy to me that I thought in the first fight Sterling was getting, like, dominated
1: no no he was He, i mean but he was. people
0: were saying that it was a close fight and stuff and i was like i just thought to myself i'm like like it really wasn't
1: no they like leave it to the fighters at the end of the day al was disappointed he didn't even want to pick up the bell he knew the level yeah. and the difference in like level of just skill was so big that he just he felt so- disappointed in that
0: So in the stats, Jan had one knockdown. He threw, he landed 103 total strikes. Aljamain landed 119. Mm -hmm. But, but the, but Piotr Jan landed 65%. Aljamain landed 45%. um, Jan had 86 significant strikes on 62%. Aljamain had 97 on 42. And Aljamain was one for 17 on takedowns. You know what Jan was? What? Seven for seven.
1: And that guy's just a beast, man. I mean, I...
0: he really is.
1: He really had control of that fight. He kind of—he really decided the outcome.
0: Like, sure, he got out. He like, I was going mean out. Striked him. Like, mm-hmm. but Jan was so much more accurate.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, really on paper, it may look like that. But if you watch the fight, you'd be able to see really what happened. And you, you could right. tell. Yeah. That it and just looked
0: bad. But yeah, that rematch, I definitely got Jan winning. I, I really don't see him losing. Oh, I forgot to bring this up. This is like completely off topic about the fight we're talking about. But in the uh, Sean O'Malley fight, the Chris dude in his UFC debut, he came on 11 days notice. Oh, wow.
1: That's impressive. And he
0: held his own ground in there. That's so impressive.
1: It really
0: uh, is. Yeah. Um yeah, I can't think of really any more fights.
1: I think I think that's really it, really.
0: Yeah, for this segment. So yeah, um I thank you for joining me.
1: Yeah, it was fun talking, man. It was, fun it talking, was man. very
0: I, fun. I really liked how this episode went through. I can't wait to release <laughs> this. i'm so fucking excited to release this i I can't wait for fights too yeah i can't wait for the next episode next fights it's gonna be great and like i've wanted to do a podcast for years now (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's always been a thing i wanted to do and now that i can do one on the sport like my favorite sport that is really exciting
1: Yeah, i'm glad you wanted to do one with me man i love i love the mma man amazing to watch
0: Yeah, I'm really glad we can do it together. But um, if you listen to this whole thing, thanks for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, we will see you on the next episode.
1: Yeah.